I can feel the passion, the love, and the grit people have for this topic. Everyone's eyes, ears, and minds spark up, and then a fire in everyone's heart. I could have started this podcast off with a quote somebody else wrote, but I'm not, because then I can't express my own thoughts and ideas and instead be ruled over by somebody else's. And that's what freedom feels like. It's being able to separate yourself from everything without anyone or anything in your way. It's your moral autonomy and your psychological freedom. Mine, not even Satan himself can touch. God can nudge all he wants, but I will smile at them as a free man. This is the real me, and these are my real thoughts. Welcome to my head. So the first entry to my journal this week says, freedom isn't free, it's earned. But even then, how can you remain free? Freedom has different meanings to different people. Some people think we live in a free country, so that must mean you're free. No, in this era of statism, our freedom is handed over willingly for a false promise all of the time. Just think of how much more we're being monitored since 9-11 till now during this world pandemic. Think about it. They have placed restrictions and limitations for social interactions across the globe. They told us to quarantine ourselves and stay away from each other and limit social gatherings. They have shown how much they truly are in control of us. We are trapped in someone else's visions and ideology of how our world should look like. And if you disagree with them, well, that's why they have a military behind their back. A crisis offers two things, risk and opportunity. And if we value social interactions, then we will take any opportunity to keep it. George Floyd left mankind an opportunity, an opportunity to abolish hate and strengthen unity. This is why masses across the globe gathered in the rain and stood together under the sun's immense heat, all while receiving threats, warnings, and plea deals by the police and health officials. But we stood our ground. Despite of it all, Paris, Australia, Berlin, Japan, Sweden, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, and many more marched and protested for a change, a change in a new world order. We are changing the course of history this year more than anyone ever has in fucking decades. I actually went to the protest in my city and I've never been to a protest and I never thought I would be in one, especially when there's a freaking virus going around. But this is really important. This is more important than the virus and far more important than myself. It was an amazing experience and I've never seen so many emotions being expressed. So many people just unite in such a manner. I've never felt more complete and safe around other people like I did that day. I think it's because we all had a common goal and shared the same emotions about a situation. That's very, very powerful. Do you know why humans are the dominant species? 
It's because we're able to communicate and cooperate together better than any other animal can. One human cannot possibly take out a mammoth alone, but a band of humans can. Anyways, I believe this is one of many protests that I will be attending because now I know how powerful they can be and how much we can change together. The next entry in my journal I have for this week says, I am now free to do as I please without anyone or anything in my way. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Let me explain. I just recently, well not that recently, it's been almost three months now since I left a two-year relationship and what I mean by this is that I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have to answer anyone about what I'm doing in my daily routine. I can get up in the mornings and do whatever I want. I can go home whenever I want. I can buy or sell whatever I want. I can do anything I want without having to consult anyone about it. It's nice. I actually love it. I believe this is another form of freedom. Being independent and believing in yourself and your own abilities, it brings confidence and joy, accomplishing tasks and goals alone. Don't get me wrong, being in a relationship has its perks, but trust me, you don't have to be in one to have a fulfilled life. You have to love yourself first before you're able to love anybody else. And a relationship is not self-sustaining, by the way. You have to put in the time and work to keep it, which many people don't realize. One thing about me is that I love, love to read. I read for about three hours every day, maybe more, depending on what I got going on that day. I also love to work out, which usually takes about two hours. I tend to watch business-related YouTube videos for about an hour and network with others. Then I go to work for about uh, six hours, and I'm in college studying finance, so you can easily tell I barely have time for anything. All these things I do are essential to the life I want to create, and the relationship which is true away at my time. And that's what I mean when I wrote, if I want to go fast, go alone. Think of it as a marathon. If you sprint alone, you don't have to worry about anyone. You're free to sprint as fast as you can. If you have a partner, one may be slower than the other one, so now you have to slow down for that person. But if you injure your leg, you have a partner to help you, thus allowing you to go further. But if you go alone and you get injured alone, you're done. Yes, it does get lonely and this is going to bring me to my next journal entry I have for this week. So the next entry in my journal says, I want you to love yourself more. I want you to make people feel good about themselves and do good deeds. This will bring you joy, love, and freedom. All right. What I mean by this is that I used to not love myself. I would be on a search for company or a quick hookup just so I can fill the emptiness I needed to be happy and get and not lonely. This is such a downward spiral into the depths of hell. I promise you will be completely fucking unhappy. You'll live such a chaotic life, trust me. I was a slave to this type of behavior slash mindset because I would wake up and literally crave for someone to be with me, whether it was at a bar or somewhere else going, just doing bullshit that is not beneficial to my life. What I eventually learned was that those small moments or short relationships only brought me 
short temporary happiness what i noticed that i truly brought me joy was that i have to be kind and loving to others as i am with myself i was in a restaurant the other day and i overheard the table next to me getting told by their server that their credit card was rejected twice and so i remember what my, my goal was for that day because that's the day i wrote on my journal to do good deeds and make people feel good right so i paid for their food and i said you're okay it happens to everyone it's happened to me too have a nice day and i love your hair doing so made me feel genuinely just feel joy i seriously felt joy helping someone else and being there for them is an amazing feeling loving yourself is not a weak transformation it's not going to take you a month it could take you years to be really honest with you guys it's a long process to understand yourself and to accept who you are and to be really comfortable alone in your thoughts but once you come to terms with yourself that's when love shows up and that's what it's all about love and freedom the next episode is going to be out of this world. It's a sensitive topic, and I think it doesn't resonate well with many people, but we can't ignore it. It's about hate. Yeah, I'm diving into hate. But before we go, I just want to say thank you so, so much if you're a listener. I've been getting a bigger understanding of how I want my podcast to consist of, and I think I'm just going to let it unveil itself. So... Please, please share my podcast with your friends and your family. It would seriously mean the universe to me if you do. Have a very, very blessed week, you guys.